0: Hello, Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Film Podcast I'm your host, Scott David Chase This week I saw not one, but two films I saw two films starring WWE wrestlers Uh, A sentence I never thought I would say out loud Um, One being with John Cena One being with uh, Dwayne Johnson Um, So the movies I saw this week were Rampage, Beirut and blockers. Um, not a not a particularly strong week for films. Um, or uh, none of these were ones I was particularly looking forward to. Um, uh, yeah, it just kind of. Uh, I we're in that weird period where we're out of the you know the the first quarter kind of dumping ground, which. You know, I talked about that before. It's, in the past, that's been where the studios dumped their projects that uh, um, didn't quite work or they gave up on or whatnot, but it's kind of changing because I've seen, I saw quite a few excellent films in the first quarter of this year. Uh, So far, the second quarter, and granted, I'm only a a couple weeks into it, but the second quarter hasn't yielded a, a whole lot of, Amazing stuff. A quiet place excluded, of course. I reviewed that in the last episode and I enjoyed that quite a bit. But, um, so I just got out of Rampage, uh, maybe a half an hour ago. Um, Rampage is loosely, and I emphasize loosely based on the 1980s arcade game Rampage, which was one of my favorite games to dump quarters into, uh, when I was a kid in the arcade. Uh, for those of you not familiar, you could pick one of three characters, George, Ralph, or Lizzie, uh, and, uh, you would demolish a city, smash buildings apart, destroy helicopters, destroy tanks, eat people. Uh, George is a giant gorilla, Ralph is a werewolf and Lizzie was a giant lizard type of thing. So that's pretty much the only thing from the game that is sort of incorporated into this movie. Uh, The game didn't really have a narrative. It was just you would climb buildings, smash them apart, and it was a lot of fun. It was escapist fun. Uh, So in the movie... uh, Dwayne Johnson plays a primatologist who uh, ha- has helped raise and train George an albino uh, gorilla. And um, in the opening sequence, there's a, it's clear that uh, in the opening sequence takes place in space. There's some, some testing going on and uh, it's clearly gone wrong. And, um, someone's trying to escape this facility and get back to earth and, um, not a spoiler, but, uh, she doesn't make it, but the, the substance they were testing in space does. It crashes to earth and not only infects George, but infects a wolf and an alligator as well as it's crashing to earth. So, and as you can guess, they all grow and they eventually the climax of the movie is them destroying the city of Chicago. Um, if it sounds like a very flimsy premise for a movie, you're correct. It was. Uh, you know, it, the movie was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. This is the second Dwayne Johnson film I've seen this year, the first being Jumanji 2. And I did see the preview for Skyscraper, a third Dwayne Johnson film coming out later this summer. Also looks really, really stupid. And I'm sure I'll go see that as well. It's interesting. He's one of the biggest box office draws in the world now. And uh, darn it if he's not charming. Uh, he Most of this movie is fairly ridiculous, but... Um, he gives it 100%. Every movie I've seen him in, he gives a solid performance. I mean, it's basically just variations on uh, Dwayne Johnson. He was having a little bit of fun with his persona in Jumanji, and this one, he's a bit more serious. Um, but, you know, it was still fun. Uh, Naomi Harris, who, you know, plays a a, a doctor, the one who engineered this crazy concoction that turns the animals this way um also gave an excellent performance she's an actress who's really solid in everything that she's in um you know she first came to my attention in the film 28 days later and she was also been in a couple of the pirates of the caribbean movies um really solid actress but she gives a very grounded performance even though they're in a completely ridiculous monster movie uh and the third uh actor that really kind of stood out uh Jeffrey Dean Morgan um who you know played the comedian in the Watchmen film and plays Nagin on The Walking Dead um gave you know he's kind of menacing and everything he's in. Um, he, he plays a variation on that, although he's not quite the, uh, you know, the menace that you might suspect he is at the beginning of the film. Uh, Mullen Ackerman, who was also in Watchmen, plays one of the antagonists in this. Uh, I was never a big fan of her as an actress. Um, she's kind of plays stuff one note and is very similar in this. And, Uh, Jake Lacey plays her brother. Um, He's, uh, uh, was on The Office and, you know, has been in the American version of The Office. Sorry. Um, uh, He, he, again, another guy who's not, uh, who's not great in this movie. Um, Just kind of he he's an actor of not much note, but I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Apparently he was on the HBO show girls. Um, he's been in a bunch of random stuff. He's in the upcoming Johnny English strikes, strikes again. Um, you know, it, it. there's lots of explosions. There's lots of buildings being smashed. A so few people get eaten by giant animals. Um, the, The positive things I could say about it, I really enjoyed the scenes with Dwayne Johnson and George, particularly early on. Um, It gave a little bit of depth and believability to it. I will also say being a huge uh, critic of computer generated imagery, they did a fantastic job with George and the other gorillas that are in the beginning of the film. They look very realistic. Um, Most, computer generated animals have, have a sense of, you know, non like they're not believable looking. And they, uh, you know, they looked very, they looked very realistic in this. Um, I'd say it was sort of on par with the apes in the planet, the new planet of the apes movies. Um, The same cannot be said for Ralph and Lizzie, the, the flying wolf, and then the than the, uh, I hesitate to say alligator. Cause uh, so when George starts growing, he looks exactly the same. He's just bigger. Whereas the wolf becomes a cartoonish wolf that has wings, like, like he has webbing between his, his front and back legs. So he can kind of glide and, uh, ends up having these these spikes along his spine that he can shoot out at people. Um, It doesn't, there's no explanation as to how the wolf is modified. And then the alligator, its body becomes shorter. It grows a lot of spikes all over its body. And it has like a bald spike tail and doesn't move anything like an alligator. It also ends up having these weird gills like and like this flappy thing that puffs out it basically becomes a different animal and you know, there's really no explanation for that again, going into rampage, a movie based on a 1980s video game. I probably shouldn't be that critical of it. It was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. Um, it's kind of a, the, the quintessential summer movie, even though it's only April. Um, The only thing I can think of is that the movie studios knew that this was not going to fare well against some of the bigger tentpole uh, summer films. So they released it early. Um, You know, it's pretty, it's pretty mindless. It's sort of fun. It's not a lot of fun, but it's sort of fun. I would give give it a 5 out of 10. If you're a Dwayne Johnson fan, it's worth checking out, I guess. Uh, The director also directed Dwayne Johnson in San Andreas and the sequel to journey to the center of the earth. So they've worked together a bunch of times, but yeah, it was just kind of a, a big dumb action movie. So the next movie I saw was, uh, Beirut, which is a kind of a, like an espionage movie. It's a period piece somewhat. Uh, the first, 10 to 15 minutes of the film take place in the early 1970s. And the rest of the film takes place in the 1980s. And, uh, John Hamm, uh, plays an American working for a government agency, um, in, in Lebanon, in Beirut. And, um, you know, some events transpire. He's a broken man. And then when we cut to the eighties, he's, an alcoholic. He's a he's a mediator for um, uh, union disputes, so on and so forth. And uh, he's he's brought back into Beirut to mediate a, a trade. An American has been kidnapped. An American government official has been kidnapped, and he and the kidnappers requested him specifically, so on and so forth. Um, it, it was a fairly entertaining movie. Um, uh, Rosamund Pike, who, you know, I saw her earlier in the year in Hostiles, and I I, I appreciated her performance in that her well, but she's, you know, it has a very steely kind of reserve to her in almost everything that she's in, or everything that I've seen her in. And she has that in this as well, and it, it works to some degree, but I'm still not, she's still not an actress that I like, uh, you know, she's the other, she was the other big, big name in this, um, you know, John Hamm, I've seen in a few things, uh, he was excellent in Baby Driver, um, you know, but not a lead role, this is, I, I believe this is the first lead role i've seen him in in a film i you know i know he was the lead in uh mad men but i never watched a single episode of mad men he's a guy that whenever he pops up and stuff i always enjoy him but um there's something about him that i just don't feel you know i say stating this to uh, my friend Gary earlier this week, I said, there's certain actors who, for whatever reason, do well on television that just never br- quite break through in film. And that's kind of how I feel about John Ham. He's an excellent actor. Um, He's charismatic. He's definitely watchable, but there's something about him that just doesn't, doesn't like, I don't feel that he's going to be a film star. I mean, I'd be happy to say that I'm wrong if that, becomes the case and he ends up having some huge hit, but, um, you know, this movie, uh, I, 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 there's, there's references to the, the, the terrorist attacks in Munich. So it's, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg obviously made a, uh, uh, air quotes, important film a couple of years ago about the Munich attacks. I only say important because, you know, a lot of his films are very, uh, purely entertaining, and that's one of his more serious subjects. And it was obviously based on real events. This this film was not based on any real events, although it has that feel to it. Um, there's been some chatter online about this, and even before I knew that, when I was watching the film, my biggest complaint about this movie is all of even though it takes place in Lebanon. And, you know, none of the characters, none of the main characters in it are Lebanese. They're all Americans in Beirut. And you never get a sense of, you know, uh, any, any Lebanese characters in this. The only characters that are local are terrorists that they're dealing with or people on the street that are telling them to run or hide or children delivering secret messages. And uh, it's, it's kind of a problem. Um, it, you know, I don't necessarily think it's as bad as some of the articles are saying, but it, it's a recurring theme in films, particularly set in the middle East. It, it It's not doing anything to um, change perceptions about that area of the world. I mean, being someone who's been seeing films now for, you know, 35 plus years, just ingrained from, from back to the future on. um, And yes, I understand that those were Libyans in there, but any characters that I've ever really seen in films, um, from from the Middle East are depicted as terrorists or savages and um so you know i re- I realized a few years ago that's that informed my um prejudiced thoughts towards that part of the world, and I really don't know a whole lot about that part of the world obviously um I've tried to be very cognizant of that and realize that that is not an actual well rounded depiction of People and, um, but it, it, it's something that Hollywood has perpetuated, and it continues with this film. So, I try not to be preachy on this podcast, but that is my takeaway: that it 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 did nothing to dispel that. It didn't give me a sense that, um, it was trying to do anything other than use Beirut as a backdrop for. You know, lots of violence, and you know, a story that the only three-dimensional characters in it are all Americans. So there's that. Um, you know, like I said, I was entertained enough; it was captivating enough, but it wasn't wasn't an amazing film. I I would give Beirut a six out of ten. Um, certainly, violence. Um, certainly tense in places. Um, so if you like spy movies, if you like, you know, reality-based sort of intrigue, crime, hostage movies, uh, this might interest you. Um, but it's definitely not something that I would highly recommend. Not a, not a, not a badly made film, but nothing exceptional about it. Um, yeah. And then the last film that I saw was blockers. Um, the marketing for the movie has a, has a rooster above the name, sort of insinuating cock blockers, which is, I mean, it's a, it's a teen sex comedy. It's about three parents trying to stop their daughters from losing their teenage daughters from losing their virginities on prom night. And it's kind of funny. It's definitely not hysterical, but it was better than I expected it to be. I saw the previews for this maybe a dozen times, uh, you know, over the last few months and was not thinking I really wanted to see it. Um, the three principals, Leslie Mann, John Cena, and then uh, Ike Barinholtz. None of them are people that I would go out of my way to see a film starring them. Um, they're, they, you know, they're usually third or fourth billing in a film, um, but they, oddly enough, had had fairly strong chemistry. I, I was particularly impressed with. John Cena, I don't think I had ever seen him in anything else. You know, he's a WWE wrestler. He's been acting for, for a while. He's from this area of the world. He's from Waltham, Mass, which is, you know, about an hour and a half from me. Um, but he's funny. He's, he, he. you know, they had him play a little against type, even though he's a very big, muscular guy. He's a guy who's prone to crying too much, and his daughter was... uh Always kind of embarrassed and trying to, trying to give him a hard time and try and get him to buck up and stop doing that. But, um, you know, it, it was kind of refreshing. It dealt with this double standard about, um, you know, how boys are praised for having sex and losing their virginity, but women are often looked on at as, you know, these delicate flowers and that, um, you know, there's a scene that directly addresses the fact that uh, girls are not encouraged to be sexual or if they are in this culture that it's, uh, you know, it's wrong, it's dirty. And, uh, you know, they, for a teen sex comedy, they handled it rather, rather well. um, Addressing these issues. Um, The three girls who played their daughters did really good job. I hadn't seen any of them in anything they've, uh, They've all, uh, they, they're all, you know, late teens to early twenties. Um, yeah, it was, it was funnier than I expected it to be. I didn't have high expectations, but, um, you know, it was certainly enjoyable. Um, and su- surprisingly, uh, I was expecting Ike Barinholtz, who I've always thought looked like a, uh. Looks a lot like Donny Wahlberg after you know a, a heavy weekend of drinking, um, and I thought it was going to be an incredibly stereotypical performance from him, but it actually his character actually had a a, a bit of a character arc, bit of a story arc, and uh, I appreciated it. Uh, so it surprised me a little bit. Uh, again, not a, not a great film, but you know it was it was worth. A watch um yeah i would give blockers a 6 out of 10 too so um honestly the highlight this week was getting to see the new deadpool trailer which i saw before uh rampage today um actually the highlight of it uh, which was was really funny to me was you know it uh, they said from the from the studio that b- brought you uh 27 dresses and the devil wears prada which Obviously, those are not films that are in the same genre as Deadpool. So I, it, the, the humor carried over uh, to the to the sort of way that they market films, and I appreciated that. Um, looking forward to that movie. Um, hopefully, I'm going to see some more, some more movies uh, so, that I'm looking forward to in the next week or so. But uh, yeah, those are the films I saw this week. Thanks for listening and uh, I'll talk to you again next week.